truths seeking about oneself, Swadhyaya. At this juncture on May 4, 2021, I am starting my book Vashista Advaita Vedanta of a Mahatman and Pranavatar in the consideration of whether I have traveled that path in life to prove the existence of God and the strengths of Hinduism that I was brought up to understand as being the wealth of India. I am reviewing what I have gone through over the past 23 years, on the one hand with my involvements in the material sphere and on the other hand my involvements of the mind in the spiritual sphere. During all this from 2014 onwards I had very little if any direct assistance from God to even cast a doubt in my mind as to His existence at all. I decided that He did exist for those clock checking for messages seemed to have been so emphatic from 1999 to 2014 but that He had decided to go into dormancy from that point onwards so that I would have to find out what reality is from my experiences of life during the rest of my time alive on earth. In that sense I still had bhakti within me every day and when I had a good enough reason to do further clock checking for approval of some conception that I formulated I did check but got no real answers directly. Notwithstanding, I had to consider how I could have survived persecution over such a long period as a master escapologist bragging about it to the state authorities under their very eyes by saying so and writing that I intended to stick my head into the mouth of the British lion and still hope to take it our unscathed. The state mobilized national and international allies as institutions and personnel to trap me in legal and medical indictments but I still lived in liberty as things stood on May 3, 2021. I therefore gave the benefit of the doubt that God did act as a person Sadhguru to me to teach me everything I know and protected me insidiously or that showed that truth as Dharma protects without the need for recourse of God and that this is what was meant by Dharma Rakshadi Rakshid in the Hindu shloka taken from the Mahavarata. In the process I finalized my realization of Vashista Advaita Vedanta and considered myself as being both as a Mahatman and an avatar at the same time, in my final analysis with a mission for mankind to develop knowledge by going where no man has ever been. I said to the authorities that there was madness in my methods and method in my madness in quoting Salvador Dali. I was a one-man band. I never had a guru who could guide into answering the questions that have haunted me since the day in 1998 that I lost my cherished scientific career after a span of 18 years from 1979 to 1988 conducting material laboratory-based experimental research on natural resources of the earth in terms of plant products and their effects on animals from which we deduce their usage for humans. It was very interesting life and I enjoyed every day that I was working in the laboratory and in the field to transfer the technology so developed. But it came to a shuddering halt. And I was puzzled because I had been expelled from the institute that I worked for on a disciplinary charge of gross misconduct. It shattered me. One could not go on with such a bad defamation as I saw it then. So I was depressed, confused, and entered from a nervous breakdown requiring psychiatric assessment which I know nothing about so had to take the words of the psychiatrists as supervised by the legal authorities of the United Kingdom. I entered a frame of mind that was heavy all the time in persistent delusions between the material and the mental spheres of my life. I had to abandon the material sphere altogether as time showed that I could not hold on to even menial jobs that I needed to do to make ends meet in order just to survive. I had to sort my mind out. This I did without a teacher like we Hindus in India have to straighten people along the right frame of mind and channel their daily chores in a more controlled way than the libertarian way I had adopted in living the life of Riley, as they say. The riches to rag story had to find the correct manner with which it could be reversed if I was to live productively from the age of 40, with a wife and daughter to live together in the family home. I tried all kinds of experiments to gain some insight into my thought processes, my visions and hallucinatory experiences during the struggle that I went through in sorting out where I had gone wrong. I took enormous trouble through legal channels to find this out through years of depression, during which I ended up in the mental hospital here in the United Kingdom on two occasions still not behaving correctly to truly acclimatize and adapt to life in the United Kingdom. 
these two mental hospital spells, the first in 2004 and the next in 2008, made me even more determined that I must seek out a solution to my mental disorder. I did not wish to lose my liberty again. I has held in the community since 2008, still under antipsychotic and antidepressant medications, even to this day. But I was making progress. I used an experimental framework for trying to improve my mental state in adopting the quest for truth accommodation that I called as a Hindu Satya at Vedic Yoga. On May 4, 2021, as I started this project of writing a book on my conceptions at the age of 64, I consider that I have found the elixir spiritually that leaves me with the peace of mind and even bliss in the experience of happiness or ananda-slash-joy that I am presently experiencing. I wish to share these thoughts with people worldwide through the creation of this website. Thank you for reading. Hope you all find it useful in giving all mental patients the tools by which they can all get to terms with their mental disorders to be able to live in harmony within their societies of the states which house them and provide them with material needs and comforts to enjoy life. The point of this post is to summarize my assessment of what it all meant for me and if there are any lessons for mankind from this assessment. The visions and utterances that I had experienced and expressed cannot be dismissed easily as a psychiatric disorder that has a genetic basis, for I was in normal health until my 40th birthday, and had an exemplary career record that was unblemished. I wrote to my superiors at the Institute, in this continuing quest to satisfy the need to know, to unlock the secret codes of the universe so to speak and that I was moving on to higher things from the naughty work of poultry nutrition and animal toxicology within agricultural development. I continually reflected on these as perhaps sparks of awakening to rise from the mendacity of regular employment and explore the nature that we lived in. I started looking for how on earth I could apparently be predicting my own future in the process. With the intransigence of the legal authorities to hear me out, seemingly on the grounds that I was a mental patient, I was on a hiding to nothing, especially when I wrote to my consultant psychiatrist in 1998 that Big Brother here in the United Kingdom wanted a nation of morons in a police state. Further, in later years I wrote to Kent Police that I was delivering the final nail in the coffin of the British state in my deep-seated conviction that I had an ideal that was correct. My ideals would never be accepted by the state that I lived in, but it taught me lessons, most notably in the past year when I continued seeking out my fate by adopting his stance of responding nonchalantly, spontaneously and unpremeditatedly to any external stimulus received, to see if I was destined to attain the promised land of the visions and utterances and what was in fact the promised land that I was supposed to aspire to, if it was all preordained and pre-orchestrated for me as it is for the rest of the universe, I contemplated. I had written that I was engaged in warfare and the state took it as a challenge in continually persecuting me with no holds barred and no end in sight. I discovered Akantayabdabheta Tatwa of the oneness and separateness with God that has been part of Hindu folklore since the days of Chaitanya, but much more. The Tatwa was confirmed to me when I used a digital clock to exchange messages with God on how to tackle my legal and medical problems to fight in a dogfight with perceived Satan-evil rakshases of the British state. Following that period I wanted to be my own man and seek liberation from the shackles of restrictions under which I lived such as the spiritual existence of God in my life on the one hand and the repeated threats of being returned to the mental hospital for a third time following the 2004 and 2008 episodes for a relapse of my Dharma Yuta to try and restore my reputation in the material world from the defamation mounted upon me by the United Kingdom state and its overseas counterparts, and I still remain under enforced antipsychotic, antidepressant and mood-stabilizing medication agents from the mental health institution who also examined me for forensic conduct unsuccessfully. The courts would not entertain anything else so that the consultant psychiatrist's word is taken to be the final word. But I resisted the third spell in the mental hospital successfully through awareness-based intelligence to deal with the illegalities through which the state dealt with its due processes of justice. 
I was an escapologist extraordinaire and considered myself not only the sanest person in the world today but who has ever walked on this earth and also the most creative genius ever. This pursuit of my fate was always done by assuming that the visions and utterances still meant something in the sense that I was destined to find out the truth on the reality that we experience. So the correct way way was to determine my fate losing all my attachments to beliefs, aims, ambitions, missions, anticipations, expectations, wishes, karma as something to do for creation as Sanatan Dharma, tactics, schemes, plans, etc., to see where it would lead me to. Hence, on this day, the March 31, 2021, I have no other conclusion to draw from my past 23 years than to have performed Sanatan Dharma as a God-instructed mission for me to pursue with multifarious objectives, and implications for humanity, not least of which is the concern that we should show to stop urbanization in its tracks, and stop overpopulation that kills off the rest of biodiversity, stop overindulging ourselves in materialism that consumes up the finite oil and other natural resources of the planet, and stop pointless medical science to prolong lives to grand old ages of over 70 years of age when a person ceases to be useful and productive and to give the younger generation a chance to live their lives, to dispose off psychiatry as a science, and adopt the view that God is there for those who seek Him in bhakti-slash-faith to preserve the individual and demonstrate the age-old conception of Hinduism that Dharma Rakshati Rakshata, or one who preserves Dharma is in turn protected by Dharma as an eternal law of God's universe, to stop pointless religious interferences, rituals and proselytizations and get on with the work of preserving Mother Nature instead. As one of my utterances during the struggle at the Institute, when I wrote for Al's intents and purposes this was a very special intervention by God in the affairs of mankind.